Welcome to the We Are Here podcast, a podcast all about entrepreneurship on the South Coast, collecting stories and lessons from entrepreneurs and community leaders to learn firsthand how they've built their business or organization so we can build our own. The South Coast is a small place, and we're letting the business world know that we are here. Show your support by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the We Are Here podcast, and join the newsletter for all of our latest announcements and upcoming episodes at southcoast.fm slash subscribe. That's southcoast.fm slash subscribe. The We Are Here podcast only on southcoast.fm. Don't forget to subscribe. Southcoast.fm slash subscribe. Join the mailing list where every Sunday, quite literally, I can't believe it, I send out an email all about business. I send out an email all about podcasting, content creation. And if you haven't joined yet, join the South Coast Content Creators Group, it's free, it's on Facebook, and there's a ton of business owners. And when I say a ton, maybe not a ton, there's about 100 uh, or so business owners in this Facebook group. And we're sharing all of the stuff that we do around content marketing, uh, driving business online. And my God, now more than ever, there's so many people doing business online because they have to. And uh, it's a great community. It's a great group. South Coast Content Creators Group. Search for it on Facebook. Today's guest, Suzanne Ramos. It would take me an hour to go through all of the jobs that she has <laughs> listed uh, on her LinkedIn profile, but I'll hand over the reins to Suzanne to give us that two-minute elevator pitch. Suzanne, welcome to the program. Tell folks who you are and what you do. Hi, Matt. Thank you for having me on today. Uh, my name is Suzanne Ramos, uh, and I am primarily a mom of two, um, of Harrison and Lily. Um, th- uh, he's, uh, she's three, he's five. Um, so that's my main job. But professionally, I work at Diamond Regional in Fall River. It's a vocational school. Uh, I've been there for over 10 years, uh, almost 15 years, um, taking on different roles. I was uh, first started as a substitute. Then I um, went on as the co-op coordinator, so finding jobs for our seniors. And now I'm a business technology instructor uh, at the junior level. Um, I also did graduate from Diamond, but from the machine shop program. And uh, my co-op job was at Texas Instruments as a machinist for several years before I started moving into the education world. Um, so that's my, my job, but I also have, as you mentioned, other jobs. So I work at Greater Fall River Partners for a Healthier Community, Greater Fall River Recreation, and United Neighbors of Fall River. Uh, for all three, I do their website development, all their promotional materials for brochures, programs that they're having to market them to the public and community members. Um, we provide trainings for health professionals um, in the industry. Um, I also do some bookkeeping, financial documents, some budgets for the state. Um, so kind of like all over the place. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, so the, so the show, my show, uh, has been predominantly New Bedford because so many folks that, that I know are running businesses in New Bedford. I am, I live in uh, Fall River. I have for the last, I think, 14 years. I can't even remember when I moved here. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited to have uh, more Fall River presence. I also had Patty Rigo on uh, last time. Uh, so she's a. I a know dominant. Patty. Yeah. I met Patty at United Neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's great to have uh, sort of a dominant presence for Fall River. Um, when we first crossed paths, it was at it was last year at the South Coast Emerging Leaders Award. I, I heard somebody give your bio about what you were doing at Diamond, uh, specifically in the technology space and specifically for entrepreneurship and uh, software and web technology. That's a, a big part of my life. So I was very interested to have this conversation today. Um, 
the job opportunities in the local market. I want to start with that and what you see as uh, the biggest opportunities for students in this area for staying around here and not going to, let's say, a Boston, a New York, a San Francisco. Um, because when I was hiring students locally many years ago when I was running my agency, that was the challenge, right? These folks, these, these students were learning how to code. They were learning how to develop, but they were like, I want to get out of here. <laughs> like, I, I want to learn this and get out of the South Coast. Um, and I think there's plenty of opportunity here, but I would love to hear you sort of frame that uh, in, in your own world. I agree. Um, so for at least um, in our field, uh, in our business technology, so in their junior year, they're allowed to go, um, they have the opportunity to go on co-ops. So they, instead of reporting to school, their schooling is at a work site. Um, so I can tell you that by after January, we have so many op job opportunities for our students, um, but we have to complete some of the framework. So they, our students get certified in Microsoft Word, Excel, PowerPoint, Outlook, QuickBooks. So we like to get them all through all those before they actually go out on uh, a job site. But we already have plenty of jobs before they're even, <laughs> before they have all the skill sets. So as far as opportunities, there's like an overabundance. Sometimes yeah. it, it's not that there isn't a job, like sometimes it's the student doesn't have transportation to that job. Um, so that is a, that's a bit of a challenge for our students. But most of our students have uh, have jobs and they're in all different fields. They're in um, they're in the health, um, they work at prima care, they work at machine shops, they work at construction companies. Um, so as far as job opportunities for our students and what they're learning, um, there is a ton of opportunities and our students love their jobs and they're getting paid really well. I mean, yeah. I rather have had that job when I was in high school <laughs> than the jobs that I started with. Um, and we get such great feedback. So we, I actually went to a job site um, right on the Tiverton line and you have two students there. And at first the uh, owner said he was a little hesitant uh, of hi hiring high school students because he typically hires from Bristol Community College. So this was a program that he hadn't heard that Diamond had. So he hired two of our students. He was showing me all, he was so thrilled with all of the work that they were able to do. Um, they were able to create a spreadsheet of all the jobs that they had to do, who, the, what employee was working on it, how long it took for them to do the job, what they quoted on the job to show if they made a profit or a loss on that job so they can make adjustments. Um, so they did that for him. He had asked for, to create an ad for um, the Chamber of Commerce, their paper. He's like, I thought it was going to take them all week. And he said w less than a day. He's like, they came out with the most beautiful promotional piece to put on the newspaper. So they're leaving the school with like, a, like tons of skills. I mean, I wish I had that opportunity when, when I was in high school as far as when it comes to like computer skills. Um, and when I left as a machinist, the job opportunities were there as well. I think our school does a great job of, pre of preparing students for the world of work um, because as an in our program, regardless if they decide to go to work or college, they're going to use the skills that they've learned. Um, yeah. Yeah, one of the things. So I, I mean, I grew up in in business. It was around me all all my life. My family owned um, 
uh, car dealership. So I was always involved in that. And it was just like running a business was always something that was just part of the family was part of life. And I went to, you know, when I, when I reflect on my college years <laughs> or, or the very few years that were there, uh, I remember going to UMass Dartmouth and, um, you know, again, nothing wrong with the school. It was just me. And in that environment, I just did not thrive, right? You go yeah. into this general class of 300 people and attendance took 20 minutes. And then you had 20 minutes. <laughs> you were known the by the last four digits of your social yeah, security it, number. <laughs> yeah. Didn't work for me. Fast track over to uh, Bristol Community College. I went through the IT program there. And one of the best things that they did that I really resonated with was their capstone course, much like yours, was put together a business, frame all of this IT stuff you just learned and server configuration and management and all this stuff and frame the whole thing as a business and quote unquote, sell us on it. And this is how you'll get great. And it was phenomenal because it's applying the real world stuff. Tell us about that capstone course for you and, and how you frame that for your students. Well, our goal um, is to always give them practical scenarios, things that they're going to face in the real world. Um, so for instance, I teach uh, web design. So what we do to make it a practical thing as opposed to just learning about web design and coding and all that, we work with nonprofit agencies in our community and we rebuild their website. So if they have forms, we make electronic forms. So we've made, um, we've designed logos and websites for the Diamond Bengal Education Foundation. Uh, we've worked with Ninth Street Day Nursery and we built their whole website. We've worked with um, Greater Fall River Recreation and updated their website. So we've worked with um, multiple agencies in the community. Westport Associates was another one that we uh, made their website. We're working with the Fall River Fire Department, the museum, to create their website. Uh, we've worked with um, uh, a church this year to rebuild their website. All their forms were paper forms that people would have to download or copies. So they did electronic forms for this um, for people to fill out online or to download. So that is awesome because then once uh, and we we put them in teams too. And one of one of the components of the project is you can fire a teammate. So you work you work as a team, and if you feel like the person isn't doing what they're supposed to, you can decide to fire the, uh, that person. Then they have to build a website on their own. Um, so that so that ensures or helps to ensure that everyone is taking part in the education everyone's playing a role in building this website and it's just not left to one or two people to do it um the other thing is we do the entrepreneurship um project so that is their senior capstone project where they have to create a business and they start from scratch from when they decide what kind of business they want they do a logo a mission statement a vision statement they build the whole business plan um, and then they can go as far as actually like putting it into practice. Um, we've had students compete at Skills USA. Um, they actually came in fourth place. Um, we had students competing this year uh, in the same thing. It was a group of four students. They had to build um, build a business. They actually did a resume one uh, where they did templates for resumes, cover letters, references, and then someone could purchase it. And someone who was not really good with Microsoft Word or Publisher, they would just enter their information. Um, and it came with resume paper, it came with envelopes, and then they had to do a presentation about their 
their project and who their target audience was and why they decided to pick this particular business and why they felt it would thrive. Nice. Um, As a person who spent his career, better part of his career building websites for uh, customers, uh, I'd like to see you incorporate firing the client too, (laughs) because we all know how that can be. I'm curious to to know a little bit more about um, coupling students with nonprofits and providing them um, a solution like this. And and how do you manage that expectation, right? How do you manage the expectation to that nonprofit where it's like, hey, these are students. This is an educational assignment. You're not getting this top tier agency to build your site, but you're not paying anything for it. Or maybe you are, maybe just a very little denomination, but how do you control the expectations of both the client and the student? So I have to say the websites that our students have made have been pretty phenomenal to the point where like I, I, I have the agencies organizations always come back and say, I can't believe this was a high school student or high school students that put these all together. Um, and I do tell them when I meet with them, cause I meet with the agency first, um, just to kind of get a ballpark of what they're looking for, the time frame, if that's something that we can even fit. Um, but I always say, you know, this is an educational institution. These are students, they are learning. Um, so there's a lot of, go- there's a lot going to go back and forth as far as questions for them to learn, but they become, they become kind of like the business owner for the website. So what, once I connect, once after I've met with the agency, they meet with the students and tell them what they want to happen, show them the old website. We do some research on other, um, agencies or organizations that are similar to what they do so they can get an idea of what types of links they could have um, and what fun things they can do with their website to get people enticed to go there. Um, So once that happens, I connect the agency with the students to kind of go over what the expectations are. And then from there, the students take over. So they have access to email. So they email the agency and organizations with questions so that they be, they get to know what it feels like to have a client and hear what the client questions are. And sometimes they're like, well, how the heck am I supposed to even do that? I don't even have the information. So it really becomes like real life because yeah. when you have clients, and I tell them that, like when I design a logo, I'll usually give like two to three. And I'm like, sometimes the one that I think is like the most amazing one, they don't end up picking and they pick like the ugliest one. I was like, but at the end of the day, (laughs) they're the client. So I'm like, so those are the, those are the things you have to, you're going to, you need to expect that it's going to, it's going to happen in the real world. What you think that the client wants is, might be something that's totally different. And are most of these students, um, let me reframe the question. So where do you see most of your students pursuing jobs in which verticals you see a lot of them going into sort of web design and becoming their own boss and sort of going in that freelance consultant route or do they take jobs at at other agencies like where do they go after they have these this this skill set they go in so many different directions (laughs) i'm not even kidding we had students go into web development we have students going into graphic design so they learn some photoshop um, and they just like the, the design elements. So I have a student right now, UMass Dartmouth, taking graphic design. Um, I have students who have gone into nursing afterwards. I've had students go into accounting. Um, actually, one of my students that I keep in touch with very often, she um, graduated from Bryant, and she's working at one of the largest accounting firms for the country. 
Um, nice. So she's so they go all over the place. A lot of them go into business. Some go into office administration, into real estate. Um, they're everywhere. There isn't like one particular field that they go into. Students going, I mean, it, it really is an array. Some go into marketing um, yeah. for business. But what, the great thing the, that I always hear is that they feel that they're well prepared when they yeah. go, when they continue their education or their career. What about the businesses that apply to to be a part of this program? How do they get access to you? And and do you have to deny people coming in because there is just so much already, so many people looking for these types of services and support? So a lot of it is word of mouth, um, but then they get approved by our vocational coordinator um, who reviews any requests for jobs that are going to be taking on uh, with the school so that way they know what's happening. And then we kind of review what the best project is for that particular year. Sometimes it's two projects because we have an A week and a B week. So I have a group of students for two weeks and then they go to academics and then we switch. So one year, because we had two great um, agencies that we thought we could fulfill their needs, one cycle took one uh, website and then the other cycle took the other one. So we were able to, we were able to work with two different agencies. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I'm curious, I'm always curious to to understand how um, Fall River businesses and entrepreneurs can, can get together more, right? When I am constantly looking at my friends in the New Bedford area, <laughs> it, you know, it seems like there's just so much more, I don't know, energy. I don't know if that's the right word, uh, but uh, is a good word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, camaraderie, like there just seems to be more, I guess, initiative. And, and, and I'm sitting here in Fall River going, why don't we have more of this here? Do you, I know it's a spicy subject, but do, do you have any thoughts on how, you know, the business community, the entrepreneur, the creative community can, can come together more and, and do like a, I don't know, a downtown New Bedford Inc. and, and have that same kind of pulse uh, in the Fall River section? Well, when I was the co-op coordinator, one of the things that I really wanted to get involved was the business after I was with our chamber. Um, I think they're critical to bringing businesses together. Um, I think there was a lot of change in our the, the chamber of commerce, but I think they, if we can help kind of revitalize and get businesses more involved, because um, we have a beautiful waterfront and we yes. have so many opportunities here to bring businesses together. Um, I mean, it's funny because when I talk about Diamond and some of the stuff that we do, people are still amazed that even live in the city and have no idea of the things that um, that are available. I mean, even that gentleman who graduated from Diamond didn't even know we had business tech until he came back and said, oh, I'm going to hire someone in Metal Fab. And then the gentleman who was down the co-op when he was like, oh, do you want to check out business tech? And he's like, what the heck is that? <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's amazing how many people still don't know um, of the valuable opportunities that we have in our city. Um, I, I think, like I said, I think the chamber is uh, a crucial component of getting everyone together. Yeah, um, I tend to agree. I, I also feel that the... Uh, that the business owners at some point, you know, should be able to, you know, kickstart. I mean, with, look, with all the tools, I mean, aside from, of course, this whole COVID pandemic and literally not be able to uh, meet in person because it's not even legal <laughs> to do that right now. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, like, you know, I, I really feel like 
there should be uh, more uh, initiative from the business owners in the South, in, in Fall River to uh, join forces and get their own meetups going, right? Meetup.com, Facebook groups, like build this opportunity to, to come together and meet more uh, on, a, on a higher cadence, right? And, and let's just get things moving. I agree that the, you know, the chamber's there. Um, I feel like sometimes it, it could be a little slow to get them involved with um, a, yeah. a, a just a Fall River focus, especially now that they're this one South Coast unit. Mm -hmm. um, but I think there's a lot of opportunity there. I tell do me a little it. bit. Okay, oh, sorry. Tell me a little bit. Tell me a little bit more about the uh, Greater Fall River uh, Recreation Program. Is is that an initiative to uh, for just the youth of Fall River? Give us the the framework for that. It's mainly for uh, youth programs. I mean, if you want to compare it to something, it'd be similar to like a Boys and Girls Club, YMCA. So they provide. Um, they provide affordable programs for the youth in the Greater Fall River area. So they'll do like ballet, soccer. Um, they have, they're actually starting a food pantry there right now. They do a lot of community events. So they're involved with the Christmas parade that happens in December, the Santa dinner, um, the kickoff to summer. They're, uh, they're responsible for the lunch programs that happen during the summer. So it's mainly targeted towards our youth and providing affordable opportunities for them. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's got yeah. a fairly, fairly big uh, Facebook page as well. 5, yes. I mean, I mean, we are, we are in the community and we're very uh, heavily involved. Our executive director, Grace, she's amazing. Uh, our board is very involved and we, we just try to find innovative ways to provide opportunities for those that, Otherwise, probably wouldn't have the opportunity to participate in ballet or soccer or gymnastics. Sure. So every season, we we have instructors that come in and um, and teach our students some some cool stuff. Sometimes yeah. it's cooking, sometimes it's character uh, characters. So we just want to be able to, like I said, give our give youth in our community some opportunities that they otherwise probably wouldn't have. Uh, let's switch to our sort of third uh, topic of the conversation, and I'm interested to to learn about how you approach uh, web design, maybe web development, managing clients, that kind of thing. What's your favorite type of software to use to build sites, and what's your go-to source for you know creative inspiration? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so I do uh, I do like Dreamweaver um, because it's not like a whole. Uh, unit on uh, web development so our students learn some coding some HTML coding so that they can go in the back end of a platform so we use WordPress for them to build their websites um, and then they troubleshoot if something's not working they go into the coding and fix it um, as far as for me uh, what I use for creative inspiration um, I use Google a lot <laughs> Google <laughs> is my friend yeah. um, so I, I go online, I check out images, um, I use my friends, I have some, I'm fortunate enough to work with uh, individuals who are, who also teach in graphic communication, so I have some really great friends who are graphic designers, so I bounce my ideas and my thoughts uh, off of them, um, and I one of the great things about working in the nonprofit world is we're a pretty tight community um, and grateful recreate. I mean, everything that I work for is nonprofit. <laughs> um, so I've built, I think it, a great group of um, 
professionals and friends that I can, I'm always constantly sending them ideas and saying, hey, what do you think of this? Or what's your approach on this? Um, and they're pretty honest with me when it's not a good idea, they tell me. Yeah. Uh, and, and the same, when they think it's a great idea, they're like, yes, let's go with it. Um, so I, I, I think my networks are my main thing and closely mm -hmm. is Google there. Yeah. Um, because you when know, as great as Google is, they don't know the greater Fall River community. Right. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta, yeah. I have to approach it from the end of something that's going to excite people in this area. When you're when you look at small business websites, you know, at large, especially in the South Coast area, you know, it's funny with this whole well, it's not funny, but through this whole pandemic, I had so many people coming back to me like, Hey, could you help me put up a website now? Because now I, I need one. And it was just like I've been telling you this for 10 years. <laughs> like I've been telling you to do this for 10 years. <laughs> Why did you wait so long? Um, you know, it's all of a sudden technology and the and and websites and online ordering and form capture and e-commerce and membership sites are all coming back into light because people are now turning to that and saying, "Wow, I need to I need to do something to create opportunity." Are there like one, two or three things that you look at whenever you look at a business website, you say you got to have these one, two, or three things on your site for it to be uh, uh, a well-built site? Well, one of the things that I always tell my students is people don't like to click. <laughs> they, they, want, uh, they want it quick and simple, like this thing of clicking here to click there to click to the next thing. The less clicking, the happier the person is. Um, so one of the main things that I say is I tell them to think about what the agency, who the client is, what are the three most important things, two to three most important things that client does for their customers. And that should be somewhere on the homepage where people can access it. Um, so I, it's funny because I do see a lot of the students when they build a website, sometimes they have like imagery and they have like the three main things at the bottom for people to connect to, to link. So whether it's a nonprofit and one of the things that they need to run is donations, maybe that's a link what programs and that they offer to register registration is a link so i always tell them to think about like when you go to a particular site what would be the top three reasons why you would go there and that should be somewhere on your home page so that yeah. people have access to it um and then the other thing that i tell them is people don't necessarily like to read <laughs> and a yeah. picture is worth people a like, don't like to words. do anything <laughs> So I said a picture is worth a thousand words. So if you can do something with a picture that translates into a paragraph, use the picture <laughs> and yeah. then put a small caption that goes along with it. Um, and then um, the other thing is that I have um, that I talk about students when it comes to as far as like, I guess, e-commerce or ways of registration is that people prefer to just complete stuff online as opposed to downloading the forms, completing it, and then submitting it. So one of the things that I tell them is, if you can do this as an online form or some form of an online payment, then you need to move in that direction because people don't want to take a second step. Once they're there, they want to do what they need to do and get it over and done with. Yeah. Um, so if a donation, if it's something that you could do a PayPal so people can donate online as opposed to taking a person's address and then having them to write a check, I, the old school way I said, we wanna make it as convenient as possible and stay consistent. So 
colors and fonts should look throughout. You shouldn't look at a website and think that five different people designed it. Right. You want to yeah. think that one person designed it. Sure. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome stuff. Suzanne, this has been a great conversation. I appreciate the time you spent today. I love what you're doing, of course, at Diamond and the 3000 other jobs that you have. <laughs> uh, where can folks, where can folks find you to say thanks? Uh, they can find me on Facebook, Suzanne Raposo Ramos. Um, you can email me at my diamond account, sramos at diamondregional.org. Um, or the other three jobs, <laughs> you will find me there. Um, but thank you again for having me. What you're doing is amazing. I think one of the biggest things that uh, our communities need to thrive are small businesses. And that's what keeps us running. And um, in order to do that, you also need to have quality employees. So it's really great that you're promoting the school that I, uh, that I uh, uh, work at, but there's other schools, obviously, in vocational education. But this creates opportunities for students to, you know, be responsible American citizens and get a good paying job and be able to stand on their own two feet. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, everyone else, southcoast.fm slash subscribe to join that mailing list. It's the number one way to stay connected. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps us get found. You can find it at southcoast.fm slash subscribe. Click the link to iTunes or Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll hear you and see you in the next episode.